When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. And then, boom, boom. That's excellent, man. Come on, we're going to do it. They get going. We're going. We're going. We're going. We're going. That's right. It is Four Question Friday. Phil off today. So it is Judd and Declan. And uh, Kevin O'Connell, I think that's about, and it's not bad, but I think that's about as uncomfortable as I've seen him. Like, <laughs> I think at first he was like, that's great. And then they kept going. McAfee is phenomenal. But yeah. uh, I think uh, I think KOC was like, oh, okay, are we going to talk? He's uh, like, okay, yeah, it's great, man. Anyway, all right, Four Question Friday, in which we um, present four very hard-hitting, difficult, sometimes controversial questions regarding the Vikings, the National Football League, and then one off-the-wall choice, and uh, attempt to answer them and have a lot of fun as I sit here and sip on my coffee. All right, Declan, are you prepared? Are you prepared? You're going to go first. I think I'm prepared. It's ordinarily prepared me, for... and then you, and then Phil, but you're going to go first this time. All right, so four question Friday. You said, aside from Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins, give me one Vikings player you expect to thrive the most in Kevin O'Connell's offense. Yes, Again. this is this is judged off of what I saw in the first open OTA on Tuesday. There will be another one for the media next Tuesday. But give me one player. So, like, we know Cousins is supposed to um, mm-hmm. benefit a lot from the presence of Kevin O'Connell. Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson is obvious, almost too obvious. So give me another player that you expect to be the pri- or our primary beneficiary offensively of what O'Connell is going to bring. You know, this one's vanilla, but I, I I thought he took a big step forward last year, and I think just in general, the the Vikings are going to be using more wide receiver sets, and this guy will have even a bigger season, and I'm going to go with K.J. Osborne. Um, I thought K.J. Osborne had a really solid second season with the Vikings. He was drafted as a kick returner, and he developed into a more of a route runner and was able to get open a lot. Kirk hit him on some very big plays uh, last year. I mean, I know the two that come off to mind to me are against the uh, Cardinals early in the season on a beautiful dime from Kirk, and then against the Steelers as well. He had a great touchdown in that game. I think K.J. Osborne also jumps up a little bit here. And look, let's be honest, Adam Thielen, still a very good wide receiver, but is injury-prone, and he's now come has become more of a red zone target, which is good on him. 
Good for Adam Thielen to be a red zone target there. He's always going to be able to find some touchdowns. But I think KJ Osborne's actually going to help stretch the field a little bit. I'm excited to talk about this too with I have a Vikings vent line on Sunday. And I'm going to be talking to Vikings fan on this very topic about who else in this offense is going to be a beneficiary. You're but stealing for my me, question? I'm stealing your question. I'm asking it to Vikings fans because the fans like want to know. I'm I want the, I want I like to know it. what the fans like, want to hear. Like it. We are a fan-friendly yep. show. Yep. The fan-friendliest show in all the land. Purple Daily. Because we don't judge. Every Sunday. We don't judge. We, we judge the teams, not yep. you. Um, someday. Someday. Don't worry, I'm not taking off my shirt. It says oh, someday on here. okay. You, you froze for a second, so I couldn't see yeah. a thing. Someday. Someday's a great thing. Okay, so um, I'm going to go with a guy that I actually asked a couple questions to about this very topic on Tuesday post-practice. Dalvin Cook. Um, Dalvin Cook, uh, to me, is incredibly in- intriguing. And, and here's why. The reality is this. Dalvin Cook as a Viking, and Justin Jefferson, too. It's not like they lack touches. Like, they put up really good statistics. So this right. has never been about, uh, well, why don't they use them at all? They do use them a lot. But in Dalvin Cook's case, how long did we say, there's more there, man? I, and, and, I mean, it wasn't just like uh, we were sitting there spitballing and, like, oh, man, you know, nobody nobody uses their running back like this, but the Vikings should. I mean, Alvin Kamara came into the league at the same time that Cook did, 2017. Look at the receiving stats. Like, Cook is okay. Kamara's off the charts. Kamara is off the charts. Sean Payton found ways to use Kamara up until he, I think he missed uh, four games last year. But up until then, he was catching like 80 passes. It's just ridiculous. But that's how he can be used. And on Tuesday, at the open OTA, you know, Dalvin at times is split out wide. Uh, Dalvin himself, while he wouldn't reveal too much, um, I believe at some point this week tweeted out that great catch and it was a great catch and a great throw by Kirk that he made against Pittsburgh. So like there is a lot more there and, and it's not even that Dalvin has to touch the ball all the time. It's the threat that he might and where he lines up. And if Jefferson moves and he's going to moves around now and Dalvin, you know, on first down, he's in the backfield on second, he's split out wide, right? So Dalvin Cook, I'm so intrigued because we talked about guys like Cook and on the defensive side of the football, Anthony Barr. Like, when's Anthony Barr going to rush the passer? And he never really did. So Dalvin Cook, to me, stands to be a beneficiary big time just in how he's deployed and in how he's used. And it's not that he was forgotten about previously. He never was. But I always thought it could have gotten far more creative and I think there's an opportunity here. I'm not going to guarantee a damn thing now, but I think there's an opportunity now that we are going to see that. All right, question two. On a scale of 1 to 10, Declan Goff, how mm-hmm. big of a mistake are the Vikings making if they don't sign Mackey's guy, contractually <laughs> obligated to be named once a show on Purple Daily, J.C. Treader to take over at center? And just to provide some pers- uh, perspective, the Vikings have right now just over $11 million in salary cap space to work with. So on a scale of one to ten, ten being the most disappointing, right? Yeah, one ten being, being an egregious, an egregious miss. One being Garrett Bradbury's fine back off Zolgan. Six, just a six for me. Um, I, I think J.C. Treader is yes. As of right now, you, you put a gun to the head. Who do you would rather have as a starting center? Give me J.C. Treader. He's he's a he's a darn good player, but he's up there in age too, and I don't know what he's asking for in terms of money, and also. 
this is the one thing I think we always forget about in football because it's it's easy to come in in baseball and be a late addition and just get your swings in and get your throws in and, and you'll be accustomed to the game. Picking up a playbook is tough. And the center is one of the smartest positions on the diamond or on, on the gridiron, I should say. And Treader, although a veteran and has been there and done that, every day that passes that he is not in this offense is a day behind him. And it's going to be tougher for him to pick things up. And Garrett Bradbury, although he's learning a new offense too, basically, he's been in the league for a few years. Every day that pass that J.C. Treader isn't on this Vikings team he is another day that he is not able to learn this playbook. And I need my center to be ingrained in this offense just as hard as the quarterback. So, yes, I think he's an upgrade over Garrett Bradbury, but I'm I'm not necessarily going to be losing sleep if they ignore signing him. That's where I'm at with it. I think it's an eight because now, to your point, is the perfect time to sign him. There's plenty of time to, to learn. He, he can be part of the process of the camps that are going on now of – helping out and he's incredibly smart been around um he has knee problems but he is coming off a very solid year and the longer the clock ticks the more it becomes apparent that he's probably going to have to take a deal um if he wants to play now if he you know has said behind the scenes i'm done but it sounds like he is not i think it's an eight because i don't trust garrett bradbury at all and i don't think there's a sufficient backup here um, and I'll keep saying it. I don't understand when you are intent on, and this is a good thing, giving Kirk Cousins every opportunity, every advantage to show people, to shut them up, not with statistics, but with actual wins and and with a guy at center who could help him, who's a veteran too, who can calm him down. Um, I think right now it's an eight because the one of the things I don't get, there's a lot of things this team's done I don't get, uh, but I don't, find them all to be egregious the decision to try and win in 22 and put together a competitive roster but think that you can get Bradbury to a place where he's going to be absolutely fine and if not good which he needs to be if this team wants to achieve what they're talking about Dex I think they're I think they're making a grave mistake here I really do I think that they are again twins like they are believing that they can do something that can't be done. And just because you're new does not mean that you're going to change everything. Can they change Kirk to win more games, be more successful? Perhaps. Uh, can they deploy Jefferson to be more successful and dangerous? I think absolutely. Absolutely they can. Dalvin Cook, I think they can do more there. But I don't think Garrett Bradbury can be changed, man. I think he is who he, he is, and I think he is a well-meaning human being. But you know what? Good intentions mean nothing. And so I think it's an eight. I I, I think that there is a player sitting in front of them who, yes, he would be here a year and probably done, and that's absolutely fine. But if you want to win, give yourself a shot. And the center position is far too important, far too important. And we all know that interior pressure is Kirk's undoing. And they are essentially, what are they really saying? Well, one of these veteran guards is going to come in and help Garrett Bradbury. I mean, it's one thing to be confident. It's another thing to allow your ego to get in the way of your decisions. And I think this is one where it's ego and saying, we're going to make this work. And I think that they are absolutely wrong. Before we get to uh, question three, I want to tell you right now that there is a team out there that's looking for players. And this is your opportunity 
PD Nation, your opportunity to jump on a board because Polka Dot Dairy is looking for drivers to join their team. And now you're like, okay, Judd, that's great, but give me some particulars. Give me some financials. You are J.C. Treader. You're asking me for details. Going to give them to you right now. Starting salary, $60,000. This is really cool. 401k match. A 401k match is great. No weekends. Um, it is all early morning hours. So if you like to get up, Get a cup of coffee, get going, get done. This is the job for you. Current CDL license is required. Polkadot Dairy is a Minnesota-based and family-owned company with a fantastic workplace environment. Go to polkadotdairy.com. That's polkadotdairy.com. Click on Jobs to Apply and join their winning team at Polkadot Dairy. All right, question number three, Declan Goff, National Football League. This is uh, all-consuming, but this happens every year, and so yep. I, I want us to get ahead of this one. Which bad team from 2021, and that means five or more games under 500. So not just like, uh, oh, boy, Seattle had an off year, okay? Which bad team from last year do you think makes a big jump in 2022? I'm going to give you the candidates. 4-13 and 13 Jets. Uh, four and thirteen Texans, three and fourteen Jaguars, four and thirteen Giants, six and eleven Bears, three and thirteen Lions, or the five and twelve Panthers. Which one of those are we going to see um, halfway through and say, "Wow, look at that team"? J E T S Jets yes. Jets. Jets. Uh, give me Zach Wilson, baby. I, I think this second year is going to be big for him. They got Sauce Gardner. They made some splashes in free agency. Robert Sala, I'm not in love with as a head coach, but I do think the Jets take a step forward. Uh, now the AFC is a gauntlet. AFC is a tough place to be. AFC West is the best division in football, so their path to the playoffs is probably winning the division um, on that side if you're a Jets fan. But I think the Jets of all these teams that you listed – are probably the team that I like the most to take a step forward next year and have a potential to win. So I'm going to go with the Jets. Curious what you have to say, but I, I go with the Jets. I like that one, but I will not parrot it. I am going to go with the um, 3-14 and 14 Jaguars. Yeah. Doug Peterson can coach. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Trevor Lawrence going into his second year I think is really good. I still think he's mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Urban Meyer was a buffoon. He was a buffoon. He doesn't even qualify as a slappy. He doesn't deserve slappy. He doesn't he deserve slappy. A, no. He was awful. He was an idiot. He he actively cost that team games. Um, I think the Jaguars, look, I don't think they're great, but I don't think they're that bad. And Peterson's going to get far more from the offense. Um, I think the breath of fresh air is going to be absolutely enormous, which is going to to help, which, by the way, I think the breath of fresh air is going to help here as well. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars surprise. And look, does that mean that they're a playoff team in the AFC? No. But does that mean that we get eight games in and they're competitive? Absolutely. But the Jets is good, too. I could see the Jets. um, Wilson year two. I think that that team, at some point in time, too, right, Dex? You just have so many high draft picks. Unless you're idiots, they start to they start to come through. So, right. yeah. Uh, I think the Bears are going to continue to be terrible. I think that that's their plan. The Lions, I am never going to predict again in my life that the Lions are going to be good until they a- actually are. 
Um, the Panthers could jump back up, but I don't think so. If they're if they really start with Sam Darnold and Matt Rule, I think is a slappy. Oh, I think he's a slappy, bordering on buffoon, but a definite slappy. Uh, the Texans, <laughs> I, the Texans are terrible. They're just yeah, terrible. They're uh, and the Giants, what are the Giants doing? I mean, I don't know. Danny Dimes, they didn't pick up his option, which is about the most damning thing that you could possibly do, especially to a quarterback. But he's coming back. Like anyway. So yes, I so, will say if you're if you're a Jacksonville Jets, Jaguars fan Jets. though, yep. if you're a Jags fan and you mm-hmm. you know you're down you're down in uh, Florida, nice little area. Yep, I want to give our friends an Aquaside account because uh, you know they've been helping people maintain nice lake shores for over sixty years. Whether you're in Jacksonville or here in the Twin Cities or anywhere you own a lake cabin in the Midwest, don't let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquaside today or go to Aquaside.com. They've been killing lake weeds. For over 60 years, Aquaside pellets, too, are their top seller. It's a do-it-yourself product, and it's very easy to use. They will walk you through how to do it. So you don't have to have someone come out there to your lake shore, make sure you're home in time, waiting for them. No, you bring the stuff to your own lake, and it gets nice. rid of the stuff for you. And it's red. in case you're wondering, oh, is it safe? Yes, it's registered with the EPA and the DNR. Aquaside and Aquaside.com. Okay, so I just had a thought here. I'm okay. out by the lake. Comfortable chair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, some tunes. Oh, yeah. Mr. A book Mr. in hand. Ah, book. Yeah, okay. And now I need a drink. Miss me with the book, but everything else sounds great. Yeah. And now <laughs> I need and now I need a drink. Because, I mean, I'm enjoying... Aquaside has taken care of any concerns. So I am concern-free. But I, I want a beverage. I want a beverage, and I want a beer. And I'm going to tell you right now. There's no question. There's no question about the choice. It is... One of the many delicious brands from Surly Brewing. Now, in my case, I happen to be a furious guy. But Declan Goff mm-hmm. there, Aquaside mm-hmm. guy. Declan Goff, he, you know what? He likes he likes furious just fine. But I have a feeling if you're sitting by a lake on the lake yep. shore yep. Um, and you have a Surly in, in hand, I have a feeling mm-hmm. it's going to be a summertime one, correct? Yes. I'm, in fact, coining the Surly Supreme as the Dex Tweets beer of summer. It's now summer, Judd. And the Surly Supreme is the beer of summer for me. And even my friend, Surly Dave. Dave, great guy. Helps us out all the time, right? He told me to drop a little bit of tequila in that Surly Supreme. And let me tell you, life-changing. And Dave told me, he says, Dex, I'd never steer you wrong. You know, you you never know. Some guys might be messing with you. Dave does not mess with me here. Drop a little bit of tequila in there and that nice sunshine. And uh, yes, if I'm at a bar, if I'm at a bar stool either next to Judd or usually away from Judd, because Judd doesn't like to meet me at the bar because he knows how the the person I am outside of work and right. inside of work. Sports Dad does not approve of the sports line. But if I'm at a bar stool, I love me a good Furious. But if I'm out in the summertime and I'm enjoying the the nice weather, yeah, give me a Surly Supreme eight days a week. In fact, too, so if you are by the lake drinking a Surly, Declan, what would you suggest that a a loyal uh, PD viewer? or listener does show us your dance uh, yeah exactly right tweet at jay zolgad (laughs) at dex tweets show us your cans and support our sponsors because they keep us on the we're not really on the air what are we not on the alive i'm just gonna say Uh, on the air but gained Uh, i don't know (laughs) no but i mean where are we we're on youtube we're on like like i was just gonna say you know where to find us everyone who's watching us knows yeah yeah we're on the air all right question number four um, this is the wild card question of the week on Four Question Friday. Declan Goff, would you rather have a pause or a rewind button in your life? Mm. 
So would you rather pause or rewind things? So I, I picked this out just for you because I figured it would challenge you. This seems like a very Declan me. question. This, this feels um, very Declan-like. I am a very much in the moment kind of person. Okay. And I'm not someone who likes to really hamper on the past. As uh, philosophical really? I can get here, I don't like to. I don't like to go back in time and would react to rework something in my own life. In my own life, would I like to rework many franchises and teams and sports that I cover? Yes, sure. I would sure. love to rework that, but I have no ability to do that. But I think uh, again, as philosophical I can get here, every step that you took in the past gets you to where you are here today. So if I'm if I'm going to rewind something to fix something that I made a mistake on or I want to be better at. Well then, I, the current version of Declan is a lot different, most likely. So, I'd rather pause. If I'm, there's probably gonna be something, and there's some things that have already happened in life that I would like to just have a little bit of a pause button on, and don't have to have time move forward in that linear fashion. So, I would lean on the pause button. That's where I'd be at. I'd lean on the That's pause. That's really button. interesting. I thought you would not say that. I thought that you. I thought that you would go back and change some <laughs> things. All right. That's good. Uh, yeah. Pause for me. Pause for sure. Um, now, now the rewind. So this is intriguing from a personal standpoint of like life. It's pause from a sports standpoint. I'm rewinding things. No (laughs) question about it. I'm, I am rewinding things. I'm going back and either changing things or, or just flat out going back and watching things live that I didn't see. Right. So like sports wise, this ain't close. I ain't pausing things. I'm going back. Uh, personal life wise. Yeah. Pause. You just pause stuff. You just sort of slow things down. Right. See it clearer, Mm -hmm. perhaps make a better decision. Um, I really, I'm surprised by, by your response. I really thought I had you there and I didn't at all. Well, you know what? You don't have to pause. You can go up to a brand international raceway here. Who has America's fastest drivers who are coming to Minnesota for an experience of a lifetime. Brainerd international raceway is bringing the discovery channels, street outlaws and the no prep Kings to the Brainerd Lakes area June 17th and 18th. And uh, you're probably wondering, what are the No Prep Kings? It's the newest series in the Street Outlaw franchise. Um, And in this competition, it's one race is just a small battle in a larger war. And uh, No Prep means that nothing has been done to the track to help drivers out. So these roads are rough and they're untested. So if you want to see some great action at the Brainerd International Raceway June 17th and 18th, visit BIRMN.com. For camping, yeah, you can camp too. Oh, really? And ticket information. And yes, camping and ticket information. Oh, nice. Go up there and camp. Perhaps yeah. take some, let's say, Surleys with you. Exactly. So you can combine all those great things in, into one at the Brainerd International Raceway, June 17th and 8th week, uh, 18th. Visit BIRMN.com for camping and ticket information. Oh, that's fantastic. I think we're done. I think we're done, Declan Goff. We are done, sir. All right, we, uh, we'll be back, of course, on Saturday with um, Purple Daily Reads the Comments. Mackie will be back on Monday, and we will talk to you then.